0: You're listening to an audio resource from the Northfield Podcast Network. We pray that this resource blesses and encourages you on your journey today. To find out more about this podcast network, go to calebgordon.org. Thank you, and God bless you. My name is Lucas Nettles, and I'm a certified financial planner and certified kingdom advisor. And I'm here to talk to you about biblical financial wisdom from the letters of the Apostle Paul. In the realm of finance, the principles found in scripture provide timeless wisdom and guidance that transcends the centuries. Paul's letters found in the New Testament have inspired and guided generations in matters of faith and morality, but they also include principles that can be applied to the realm of financial stewardship. With a focus on integrity, generosity, contentment, and the pursuit of a higher purpose, Paul's wisdom provides a profound blueprint for navigating the complexities of modern finance with a biblical stewardship mindset. Scripture says that God owns it all. We read in the Psalms, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein, for he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Psalm 24, 1 and 2. Paul's emphasis on stewardship aligns with the core tenets of responsible financial management. In his letters, he stressed the importance of being faithful stewards of God's gifts. He says, Moreover, it is required of stewards that they should be found faithful in 1 Corinthians 4, verse 2. This principle translates to finances as well. We are entrusted with resources, and it is our duty to manage them with integrity. Just as Paul urged believers to be trustworthy and honest, individuals should prioritize transparency and ethical behavior in all financial matters. This extends to managing personal finances, business dealings, and investments. By conducting ourselves with honesty and accountability, we honor God and build a foundation of trust. Paul's exhortation to give generously and cheerfully resonates with the concept of philanthropy and finance. In his second letter to the Corinthians, he he proclaimed, each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful cheerful giver, 2 Corinthians 9, 7. This principle encourages a perspective shift from self-focused accumulation to outward focused generosity. This is consistent with the generosity of God. He has given generously to us both in provision but more specifically in the sending of His Son, Jesus. Likewise, we should seek to be generous with what we have as we seek to imitate Him. And this concept is made that much easier when we understand who owns it all. It is easy to be generous with someone else's stuff. In the realm of finance, This means supporting charitable causes, helping those in need, and contributing to the betterment of society. Just as Paul's teachings emphasize the importance of helping others, financial generosity allows us to positively impact the lives of others and be a blessing. This is the reason God blesses us, to be a blessing to others. Paul's contentment in various circumstances serves as a reminder to find joy and peace beyond material possessions. In his letter to the Philippians, he wrote, I have learned in whatever situation I am, I am to be content. Philippians 4, 11. In the context of finance, this, teach, this teaching calls up for a balance between ambition and contentment. While setting goals and striving for success are commendable, an obsession with material wealth can lead to discontentedness and spiritual emptiness. More stuff doesn't mean more contentment. Paul's emphasis on finding contentment in all situations encourages us to focus on the richness of life beyond monetary gains. Contentment must be learned. The truth is we must ask ourselves, how much is enough? I've learned over the years that the answer to that question is also the secret to learning contentment. The answer to how much is enough is whatever God has given me right now. God is faithful to bless us with everything we need to do what he has called us to do right now. When we understand that God has provided us with what we truly need for the task at hand, we can learn to be content just as Paul did, in plenty or in little. Paul's warnings against the love of money and materialism hold significant relevance in today's consumer-driven society. In his letter to Timothy, he stated, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. 1 Timothy 6.10 Notice something here. It's not money itself that is evil, but the love of money. This cautionary message underscores the potential dangers of prioritizing wealth over everything else. When you make wealth the God you serve, it is only a matter of time before you compromise. In the realm of finance, it encourages us to assess our motives. Avoid reckless pursuit of riches and prioritize spiritual and relational well-being over fleeting material gains. Money is a tool. It can be used for great good or great evil. When our hearts are focused on serving others and following Christ, we can use our financial blessings wisely and honor God with our bank accounts. Galatians 6-7 says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. Paul's parable of sowing and reaping found in Galatians presents a valuable principle for financial investment. Just as one sows seeds with the expectation of a harvest, wise financial decisions involve calculated investments for future growth, both in financial return, but also in kingdom return. A concept lost on many people today is that investors are owners. When you own stock, you own a portion of the company. As an owner, you should be concerned with the products, practices, and profits the company makes. Investing in a way that aligns with your values and aligns them with your finances is vital. It matters what you put your money into. Whether in the form of savings, retirement planning, or investment portfolios, the concept of sowing and reaping encourages us to make informed choices that yield long-term benefits and that align with our values. It also reminds us that patience and diligence are essential virtues in both spiritual and financial realms. There are no independent financial decisions. If you spend a dollar here, you cannot spend it over there. Often, we must make tough decisions on what to do with our money. There are always more things to spend money on than money to spend. Paul writes in 2 Timothy 4, verse 6 and 7, For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time for my departure has come. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith." Paul's life was marked by sacrifice and endurance in the pursuit of his higher calling. This principle translates into our financial choices. We must recognize that worthy goals require discipline and perseverance. Just as Paul endured challenges for the sake of his mission, individuals may need to make financial sacrifices to achieve meaningful goals. Sacrifices could involve delayed gratification, frugal living, or redirecting resources toward impactful endeavors. In both spiritual and financial contexts, sacrifice serves as a testament to our commitment and dedication. It also serves as a measure for how much we believe in what we are doing. We should be proud of the investments we have. Paul writes in, 1 Thessalonians 5.11 Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. Paul's emphasis on community and mutual support finds resonance in the realm of finance. Just as he has encouraged believers to support one another in faith, individuals can benefit from financial encouragement, accountability, and sound financial advice. Seeking wise counsel, sharing knowledge, and collaborating with a financial planner can enhance financial decision-making and reduce the potential for error. In times of prosperity and adversity, the importance of working with someone who shares your values, has expertise, and prioritizes what is important to you reflects Paul's teaching on interconnectedness. The Apostle Paul's teaching offers a profound framework for navigating the complexities of finance with wisdom, integrity, and purpose. As we strive to manage resources responsibly, cultivate generosity, and find contentment His timeless principles guide us towards a holistic approach to financial well-being. By embracing the values of stewardship, integrity, generosity, and contentment, we can align our financial behavior with biblical principles and contribute to God's kingdom. Just as Paul's words continue to inspire and transform lives, his teachings invite us to view finance through a lens of spiritual insight and eternal significance.